and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Willem Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I are excited to bring you another guest here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. Today is the finale of our four-part interview with our friend Simon Miller. Simon is the technology coordinator for the Kellogg School District and, once again, an award-winning golf coach in the state of Idaho. But I like to think of him as the drummer who makes my guitar sound good at church. We jump right in today with Simon talking about one of his co-workers and the role creativity can play in that rigid world of technology. Well then, let's go to episode four of the Dreams and Bones podcast interview with our good friend Simon Miller. My coworker Brett. Mm. Brett's Brett's very introverted, a lot like my wife is. And the more he has worked with me, it's been more than it's it's been almost ten years. He the more he comes out of his shell with me, what's what's been fascinating for me to learn is all the things he knows. Mm. But he doesn't. He's not an outward. I want to share this with you. But he's really good at what he does. And it's not just tech stuff. You know, he's, I, I sort of will hear him listening to music and I'll learn his musical tastes and things like that. But he's really good at, he, he's good at building things. He's good at sort of creatively solving a problem. So that's kind of a form of creativity. Mm-hmm. He will, he will see, and, and it's, he's sort of the opposite of a lot of people that are in tech. A lot of people are in tech. They go, this doesn't work. Step one, step two, step three it either fixed it or it didn't. And a lot of times they'll go, well, it didn't fix it. So let's, we can't spend more time on it. Tech mm-hmm. is, is a lot that way, but Brett and, and it's, it's not only provided monetary value to our district to have somebody, yeah, you know, you could buy that $5,000 widget, but you could do this, this, and this and accomplish the same mm-hmm. thing. And I go, yeah, you're right. And so in that way, he, he's kind of showed me that creativity doesn't always have to be this outward look at look at how good I am at this or I want to share this with you although I do try to draw that out of him not to the point where it makes him uncomfortable or too uncomfortable but I, there are times where I've told him that that little bit of discomfort is you know you're stretching yourself a little right. bit right. there was one time when I insisted that he and his coworker Hank Yergler we would go to a tech conference and I said you guys need to share with others what you're doing because it's really good stuff and they were okay with, you know, here, we'll make a handout and you can hand it out to mm-hmm. people. And I said, no, I want you to share. And they still, Brett will still look back and, you know, in kind of, you know, shell shock. And yeah. I can't believe we did that, but I think it was good for him. And he's so always very creative in the way he does his tech. I learned after um, when the drones s- sort of started hitting the scene, Brett had, you know, all these drones and he, he was flying them before they were first person where you could see where you were going. Mm. Brett was flying them just by sight. And he was also building and flying like model full, you know, like scale 
model airplanes where you'd go out to the airport mm-hmm. and these gas powered um, before the and then battery as well. But I had no idea. Like he didn't. It, it just wasn't his way of sharing. Um, and I think he does a little bit more of that now. And another way too is he has helped me. We've sort of collaborated quite a bit on content creation. So making a taking a video somewhere and then putting it um, into like you do with the podcast, but in video format, cutting and putting transitions in. And so we've done, we've worked together on a couple of projects. One of them being for the mountain Valley over here to one of their contests they had to kind of showcase their facility. And so three or four years ago, Brett and I worked kind of on a project like that and Mm -hmm. got to see how, how involved it is to do something like that. But I got to see, you know, Brett very, very different side of him creativity wise. And so that was kind of cool. So I, I, I kind of wanted to give a cross section of, yeah, there's been people that have been musicians or, or whatever. Another one, I just put YouTubers. I just think that YouTube sort of gets this negative connotation because everyone's like, ah, YouTube, it's ruining everything. No, it really isn't a little, little misuse and too much of anything can be, can be detrimental, but there's just some people that are YouTubers that it's it's incredible how how engaging they are and you watch their production and everything is just so technically looks cool mm-hmm. and their mics are crystal clear and their lighting is great and i think the best ones are the ones that share they don't keep what they know because they don't want others to steal it mm-hmm. i love the ones right. that share and say you can do this too and I might be able not be able to do it on their level, but I can do it to a level that's satisfying and, and edifying for me. Mm-hmm. One of them's there's this guy. It's called Crosstalk Solutions, and he's basically a smallish computer owns in, owns his own business in Oregon. And but he shares everything he does. It's it's incredible. He has his own studio. He's recently moved into a new house, and he created this bigger, better studio. But he talks about here's how you do this, and here's how you set this device up, and he's got this really cool environment like you do here but all over back there would be network equipment (laughs) and he goes like here's the new whatever i just got and he goes here's we're gonna program it and he shows his screen on a little in the corner and that's creativity Mm -hmm. um it's very technical but it's creativity and and so i guess this goes back to one of the other questions i have trouble deciding (laughs) i'm interested in so many things that i'll watch tech videos for one night the other one that I haven't talked about, a creative outlet that I have is my current espresso machine setup. Oh, and and my latest being trying to conquer latte art and watching. <laughs> I think Amy even said you fell asleep last night watching videos about latte art, you know, or something. <laughs> my laptop was on and she was going to bed and she looked and there's the video still playing and I'm just passed out, you know, at my computer. But again, th- boy, there's some really creative people, yeah. uh, not just with latte art, but just uh, with espresso. And since Amy and I took a trip to Italy, I've just been kind of energized about the espresso thing mm-hmm. and and American versus Ital- Italian. And um, so I have a pretty I've I've traded my way up um, <laughs> on the espresso machine to sort of a coffee, maybe not what's what's what you'd see over at the bean mm-hmm. with what they call group heads, which is where the right. espresso comes out when you have four. Yeah. Mine's a single group head, but it's it's pretty uh, significant. So mm-hmm. that's another thing. Like I'll, I'll another night, I'll just watch videos like how can I get my my latte art or my espresso better, and then I'll watch a video about how can I, you know, I've done this too. How can I get my trumpet 
all mature in shape as quick as possible. You know, like <laughs> I, I know it takes a lot of work, but I got to do this the right way this time. Um, how can I get to play, you know, like I did in high school? But for me, it's just a matter of attention span yeah. and time. Mm-hmm. I yep. need I need more of both. And I just I'm thankful for that, though, because I'm never, ever, ever bored. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm never like, oh, what am I going to do today? It's like. <gasps> Amy will tell me, today is the day of rest. It's Sunday. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. I was like, I know, but I I want to. Yeah. You know? Oh, and, that's what, you know, sometimes when people say, oh, I just don't know what to do. I'm so bored. I'm like, I wish I would right. be like that. Okay. I mean, I'm the same way. I, yeah. It's like, I always have something to do. Yes. And in fact, when you were talking about that, I feel like many of the people that we've interviewed, and in fact, one of them said it. What is it? Jack of all trades, master, master of none. Of none. <laughs> and, and I think that's kind of true with mm-hmm. people who, yeah, they like to just try things and, yeah. you know, let's do this. Oh, well, you know, and you learn a little bit and then, okay, well, we'll move on yeah. to something else. And yeah, yeah and that's kind of how I am too. It's like, well, well both and, of us. And I mean, you saying that, Carol, in my question here, I would go, I would go to you two because I've watched you you two do play instruments and sing at the all class reunion and do a skit <laughs> yes. and work at the melodrama mm-hmm. on different levels, yes. like not just in one particular area. Watching you both teach mm-hmm. um, and teach mm-hmm. drama and teach, you know, work mm-hmm. with kids and and then watch and of course at our ch- at our church body watch mm-hmm. the music uh, evolve and change and and I, I have the same feeling. Like I go, how how does how do you know, how can you sing so well, Paul and Carol? How can you, how can you use that? So you, you, you enjoy that expression so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you see that. And for somebody like me, it, 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 it inspires and it makes me like, yeah, yeah. like we should get Paul an electric guitar. And, and, <laughs> uh, you know, like it, a lot of times discussions at church are, they can be spiritual too, but they're like, what if we did this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what yeah. if we did right. that? And and how is that not spiritual? Right, you know, we, right. Yeah, we, we, we want to separate those out at times. Yep. And we go, well, no, yep. that's... No. I, yeah. I'm never bored. No. I'm just not. Yeah. Oh. Well, our experience tells us that all creative people occasionally run into roadblocks that make the creative process more difficult. These may be things outside of us, outside of our control, Mm -hmm. but many times they are internal. Julia Cameron, in her book, The Artist's Way, refers to the censor, this negative voice inside our heads. In his book, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance, an internal force that stands in the way of any positive act of creativity. So can you, Simon, give us some examples of encountering and then hopefully overcoming these negative voices of resistance? I That's a good question, too. And it it has a little bit of, I can sprinkle, maybe it's more than sprinkled some tech into that, but I'd like to end more positively. So the, the first part, that resistance, that hesitation, that lack of confidence, or that I think that there's so much truth to why I'm never going to be. So I went to a a worship conference 15 years ago in in Tacoma, Washington. And Paul Balash was there and all these people were there. And at the time, I just loved the technical part of Paul Balash. He would talk about chords and why chords work and why they don't. And I'm still very, very interested in that. This guy got up, this other guy, I can't remember his name, but I told Paul about it. And he played, he made this guitar literally sound like five different instruments. Mm. And Paul Balash came on after that and went, I don't even know if I should pick up my guitar and try after that. And I go, now, wait a minute. 
here's a guy that I think is one of the best in as far as spiritual creativity and mm-hmm. and and guitar playing and singing, Chris Tomlin esque. You know, mm-hmm. like just wonderful. And he's going, man. I don't even want to pick up my trumpet or my guitar after mm-hmm. hearing so and so. He's so good. I'll never be that good. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of hit me. We're all on these levels. Right. And if we all did, I'm never going to be as good as so and so. I think that that's a barrier. I think that goes to some of the quotes that you yes. read that are about those books and those authors. And the other one is, I think uh, that's an inhibitor. Is yeah, no one really cares if I share this or not, or someone's already shared this. And it's not original. Mm-hmm. And I think we get caught up on that. Mm-hmm. I think we can't get caught up on, well, I didn't think of that. It's, right. I got the idea from someone else, and this is my interpretation or my representation of it. No one's going to care. I think I think that those are two that we just, those we have to encourage others that if we ever see them doing that, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to encourage them to do, to know you share and you keep doing your thing. And so I guess on the positive side of that, ways of overcoming that, things like this, do it and learn and share and inspire other people to share. And I do think this is where there's, I'm finding myself kind of having this renaissance of just difference of thinking of tech. So I used to think that tech was going to solve everything, you know, all these problems and make everything better. What, but tech doesn't, at least until AI gets <laughs> to places we probably don't want to get to yet. It doesn't know what it doesn't know. And so what I think is is more tech's role or the the advantage or strength of technology is giving people uh, an outlet, giving people a way of getting their talents and their creativity out there. And out there could mean a lot of things. Out there could mean to family members. Out right, there could right. mean to to church members. Out there could be to communities. It could mean larger communities and regions. And I just think that there's so many things that technology can do to help people overcome. It, it would just take one person. You'd put a you'd put a short video out there, and you're insecure, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I don't really like the sound of my voice, but here's a here's a cover I'm gonna do of whatever song it is." And one person goes, "That's that's really awesome," and it might not end up being your career, but it might end up being a hobby and and something creative that people thought, you know, I'm not gonna do this. It's not no one's gonna no one's gonna care. And so I think tech gives us a little bigger audience or or gives us the ability to reach audiences. But I also think it helps. Tech can be a wonderful sandbox to play in too. Mm-hmm. So you could record yourself playing a drum beat or you could you could send yourself playing or singing to somebody and not risk, you know, singing in front of 50 people mm-hmm. before you can sing in front of just one person that could give you some tips or pointers. So I think that I would put technology in more of a enhancing and amplifying role. Although there are places where it is the medium itself, uh, where it can kind of, you know, empower people. But I, I think that as humans, we can, I always try to go to an analog story mm-hmm. too. I did just think as humans, we can encourage one another. And I think uh, like we're doing right now, we're, we're talking about our experiences and we're talking about creative outlets and, inspirations and and how we got to this point but i also think we're talking about wow how could we make this paul how could and carol how could simon help you make this even a easier for you to Mm -hmm. do and maybe a different flavor of creativity or a different medium that reaches other people and i just think that it's all again getting back to the whole 
the the central idea is it's just all so interesting to me mm-hmm. and i think coming full circle i just think only only a god could only <laughs> a god could uh it's it's like god's f- fingerprints everywhere you know mm-hmm. like it is only yeah. god could create beings that have that depth mm-hmm. of what's creative mm-hmm. and what's not and just you know go through this this uh montage of people that are super talented and watch just what we've experienced in our short lives mm-hmm. you know and I just think that yes, there's there's a myriad of forms of creativity, and we have a lot of creative people out there. And I hope that your this podcast helps somebody go, yeah, you know, maybe I am creative. Mm-hmm. Well, very nice. I think we have enough uh, <laughs> uh, enough recorded. We will we will see. If not, we'll invite Simon back. And and Simon, thank you so much. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoy the conversation, but mm-hmm. I you know again, I enjoy the tech layer too yes. i'm thinking of that in the back of my mind as we're having this discussion i'm like okay how could we so, that's right the creative wheels are turning yes, even as they we are. interview are. oh yes. we could go all day long i will not be watching latte art videos tonight i will be i will be watching audacity and the scarlet interface tonight right. to determine the go. best way to get that on digital yes well we appreciate you and what you do for uh our our kids and what you've done for us today so thank you very much yes, you bet. thank, thank you. you for having me and there it is folks episode four of our interview with simon miller carol what stood out for you in this episode well, I liked how he talked about his co-worker, Brett, and how Brett was a creative introvert, and also how he talked about he's never bored. He always <laughs> is doing something, and in fact, one of the things that he talked briefly about was latte art. Yeah, I think I should get a new, uh, a, a new uh, coffee maker of hey, some kind. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Guard members and this month's podcast subscribers for helping support the Dreams and Bones podcast. If you have found us and you're not a member, but you want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com, where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem-Roberts. Join us next Friday for part one of our interview with musician and educator Lori Roberts on your Dreams and Bones podcast. Hey, wait. We have some big news about next week. Oh. Next week, our podcast is free. It won't cost me anything? It won't cost you anything to listen. We will have it set up where you can listen to all the interviews that we've already had, And then Lori's will be our first free podcast. And then those of you who are already our subscribers or part of our Sacred Community Garden will get bonus material. Oh, bonus material from from some of the previous? Yes, yes. So if you still want to subscribe for $10 a month, that $10 will get you some very interesting bonus material. All right. Well, that sounds great. I look forward to next Friday on the Dreams and Bones podcast.